This is Fresh Air. I'm Terry Gross. Ever since Norman Mailer died of renal failure Saturday, at the age of 84, the tributes have kept coming. First, our book critic, Maureen Corrigan, has this appreciation of Mailer. I've only crossed one picket line in my life, and it was because of Norman Mailer. It was the late 70s, and I was in graduate school at the University of Pennsylvania, and Mailer was giving a talk on campus. To enter the lecture hall, I had to cross a picket line of feminists who were carrying placards that read, I'd rather be reading Jane Austen. I was a shy, nascent feminist back then, but I really disliked those precious signs and the way they shunted Austen and Mailer off into gender-specific reading rooms. So I crossed the line and threw my lot in with the devil. Mailer never made it easy on those of us who wanted to identify as feminists and as fans. Throughout his near 60-year career as a writer, he was often deliberately and adolescently provocative, acting out like a kind of Bobby Riggs of the book world. In recent months, I've gotten gentle chiding from colleagues about the fact that I'd invited Mailer to be the guest of honor at a conference I'd planned at Georgetown to observe the 40th anniversary of the March on the Pentagon. Mailer was to have spoken about his extraordinary book on the march, The Armies of the Night. But as it turned out, he had to cancel because he was too ill. Is he going to pee on stage, asked one wit, referencing the famous opening of armies where Mailer, sloshed, lets loose a mighty stream in the wings of a theater where he's about to speak. At least that guy had read Mailer. So many others who dismissed him as sexist or silly because of his uneven novels and now politically incorrect essays like The White Negro had never bothered to read any of Mailer's work. He was one of those celebrity writers you could have an opinion about without reading. But if you did pick up the right book, what a great American writer you'd find. I say writer deliberately because although Mailer wanted to be remembered as a novelist, his most spectacular literary achievements lay elsewhere. After The Naked and the Dead, his 1948 debut novel about World War II, he looked a likely successor to Hemingway, whom he revered. But that ascension never happened. Instead, it was in the messy realm of creative nonfiction, a genre he helped to bring into being, that Mailer soared. To read his 1979 nonfiction novel, The Executioner's Song, where he imagines his way into the life of convicted killer Gary Gilmore, or the acrobatic new journalism of Miami and the Siege of Chicago.